0: So, I mean, because this is your red table and you, like, brought yourself to the red table. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened.
1: As far as what?
0: You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened.
1: Yeah. And then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said.
0: An entanglement?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: A relationship.
1: Yes. It was a relationship. Absolutely. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Speak Her Box podcast with Nadia Sasso and, and Seheksha so Patel. And you are watching Collection 3, where we're talking everything relationships and mm-hmm. we're with our tribe, mm-hmm. the people who know us, we know them. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we talk shit together or whatever.
1: Yeah, so we had to really like because what you guys just heard out of your speaker box was that little, you know, the summer was lit when August Arsena came out with that whole thing. Was it lit? I was Last like, this said, is like, I mean, it, <laughs> we were at home before everything else started happening. That
2: was like, what? You know, that was like the perfect Oh, time. I guess, okay, it was juicy because we was bored, bored in the house and yeah. the
1: And then, you know, uh, Jada had our red table talk, so we had to bring our Marble table. Oh yeah. And talk about that little stip Even though that was months dad. ago, but it's like it's still relationships, entanglement, situations. It's all
2: Yeah, all them ships and
1: stuff. Yeah. So yeah, this represents the conversation we about to have. You see this entangled like Yeah. This was Jada. Well and- oh! <laughs> oh, You can't use their likeness. <laughs> <laughs> or you use their situation. <laughs> So all the guests that we have are going to talk about situationships,
2: marriage, love. You know, but also love can be beautiful like Mm -hmm. this, you know, just, you
1: know, it it doesn't have to all be bad. Yeah. So I'm excited. Let's not wait any longer. Yes. And they're coming in from Zoom. So we're going to go to Zoom. So we are so excited. We
2: have some wonderful guests joining us today. And so we're just going to go in a circle and just have everyone introduce themselves, their name, where they're from, and maybe what ship they're on.
1: So we're going to start with Janelle. Yeah.
2: Hey. Hi. Um, my name is Janelle
3: Singletary, and I'm from L.A., Watts, Inglewood, all of those. Um, and I am married. Aww. What's
4: going on, y'all? My name is Robert Charles. They call me Robbie, though. From Harlem, New York, and I'm in a situation shit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
6: Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Tony Milan. I am from the DMV. Yes, all three. <laughs> and I am in a dating ship. Hi, everyone. I'm Jess
5: Blaze. I'm originally from Boston, but I'm in LA now. And I could say that I am in a ship with myself. Okay.
0: okay yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm Daylon Robinson, uh, also known as Quote One Self. Mm-hmm. And I'm from the DFW area. Fort Worth, Texas, to be Aww. exact. And I'm in a great relationship.
1: Aww. yay, okay. Yay. So that kind of brings us to our first kind of roundtable discussion for you. Um, how important is self- um, self awareness and emotional intelligence in your relationship. She's getting straight to the. You, you didn't even like give. No, no, advertiser. no. Because I need to know. Okay. <laughs> I just got out of situation shit and I need to get a relationship. So I need to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so if I can get your question. Correct. How, what's the importance of emotional intelligence mm-hmm. in your relationship? Right. And I I, be- I believe that that's very important. I, I speak about emotional intelligence all the time. I have, Uh, I've created like a five essential needs and emotional intelligence is one of them because I know men uh, just being in a relationship with a woman and we know that women are more emotional than what men are we have to have emotional intelligence to be able to understand her and and feel what her emotions is about and not brush them off because we are not as emotional
2: Mm Love that. Love that. Mm, so why you think that, okay, so wh- you said we are not as emotional. Can you break that down That right. We no, as in who? Me <laughs> me
0: are not, men are not as emotional as women are. Okay. You know what? You know the saying is women are emotional creatures, right? Mm-hmm. I know we've all, heard, we've all heard of that before. And that's actually correct. Because me, myself, I'm not an emotional person. I'm not a mental person I don't overthink things and I don't you know gravitate and get into my emotions a lot if not if if any but
2: like you but I ain't a man (laughs)
0: though and that's that's true
2: question is it
5: about is it
0: like 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 it's not all but is it about
5: emotional or expressing emotions I don't know if I buy that men are not emotional. I think you guys do
0: experience
6: emotion. I didn't say
0: we're not emotional. Okay. We are less emotional than what women are.
1: Okay. Oh, so that takes. Me- I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. That takes me into like a question for Rob because Rob has a little theory, and it kind of lies with that that love is a mental illness. So today? Because, because love, <laughs> <laughs> <that you believe? laughs> love is a mental illness is that is that why you know because we lack emotional as we're not as emotional intelligent
4: um no nah, for me i just feel like i i say that a lot but like really what i be trying to get at is just i feel like love and insanity goes hand in hand like i think Common sense goes out the window when you're in love with somebody and in love, no necessarily mean a relationship with your significant other, but for your family or anything like that. So what happens is when things happen that touch home, you know, you become a bit of an empath, and you start to, you know, you start not to think, you start to act out irrationally, and before you know it, you know, you're in a situation, and then you, when you take time to reflect and look back at it, you know that if you had a calm ahead that you would handle things differently. So that's why I tend to say that love is a mental illness. Mm.
0: That's different. Uh, Mm. That's
2: That's very different. Anybody
0: else to chime in? I think a lot lot of that is when you act out and you're emotional because you're in love, that depends on what that person is doing. And it also depends on your self-love as well. Because if this person is doing something that's gonna make you act out emotionally in a negative way, then you need to love yourself out of that situation and out of that relationship or situation Mm. or whatever it is. Because a person shouldn't make you do something crazy because you're in your emotions. Unless you're just a crazy person and you just (laughs) super emotional. I was just about to say,
6: unless you're crazy. Unless yeah, you're crazy, it's you know, hard to it's, hold and hide that crazy when you are emotional. Um, yeah. I feel like when when men and women speak on emotion, women speak on emotional emotions from um, their their gut. Men speak on emotions from their actual um, actions. You know, it's two different yeah. things because women were always looking for actions and to play a. a along with how we feel men are the opposite they look for emotion in what they're actually doing versus how they're feeling to make sure that they're doing the most to keep that woman's attention and to make sure that he's that she's being happy but also miss the part that we still want to see it instead of and feel it versus just feeling it you see what i'm saying that makes sense
3: just how have do you nothing feel? To say about that i mm-hmm. just feel like the emotional part a lot of it has to do with upbringing do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, uh, if you have if you're not tapped into emotions of like another human being um and you're saying oh i'm not emotional or whatever the case may be i feel like you, don't, you, you can't emote for another person or you can't feel for another person if you did not receive that as a child or if you did not experience that. I just feel like to say that you have no emotions is just like not true because you're a human being. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have emotions. I just don't think that women are the only emotional creatures. I know women who are A-type, that don't really emote like that. They're about their business. They're are they're very much absolute when they speak and when they feel or whatever. And I don't feel like a human saying that I'm not emotional. Then why be in a partnership or relationship with somebody if you don't have an emotional um, element to yourself? What is that? You can't mm-hmm. be with someone else.
5: <laughs> I totally, I totally agree with you, Jina. I think, I think we have to d- make a distinction between what emote, like emotions and expression of emotion. Because uh-huh. I think really what we're getting at is that yes, a man might not emote in the sense of I'm gonna cry or I'm gonna uh-huh. yell and scream at the moment of I'm having this emotion, but you experience those things, right? You yes. definitely experience those things, especially even when, you know, I I got podcast, relationship, huh. so I look at all these like, n- things that are not working in the way that I've seen men even emote is that he may not cry to you, right? he may not make this he may not cry but he'll make the song cry right he'll call you he'll text you, he'll find ways to get to get at you so i don't know if it's about women being emotional we will express when we feel that emotion right then and there mm-hmm. but ver- versus men will send their boys or like we'll send up <laughs> we'll, we'll call right, you right, to right or do you think right Tony about acts of service as a means to emote but I don't I don't buy that men are not emotional if anything yeah. I've been in situations where men have been more have been expressive more than I have may not be in the same way like he's not gonna call me crying mm-hmm. but there's many different ways in which we we express that and I think we do ourselves a disservice mm-hmm. when we think about emotion or expressing of emotion in such a finite way, right? right. Because because a person's not cry- because a person's not crying or yelling or screaming, a lot of the in- emotion is internal, right? So mm-hmm. they will battle their mind. It it it, it then manifests into toxicity. Because mm-hmm. I think Rob, what you were describing is like love as a mental illness. I don't believe that's love, right? I believe that that's another way of emoting a feeling that you're having that you're not prepared to have right so that's why you call in 20 times that's why this person is going crazy because they're not understanding the emotion they're having for this other person but i don't think that's love because imagine you're not like that with your your parent well i i don't know right like ideally love is is supposed to be patient and kind and i i see that across the spectrum when it comes to parenthood friendship and your partner it doesn't change because you want i don't are we allowed to swear
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so let me, let me just like interject real quick and like let's bring into because before you guys came on, we played a little snippet of uh J- Jada Pick and Spiff talking on the red table about her and August entanglement, right? Mm-hmm. So she mentioned that he kind of is like acting out like cause it's been done. So can the motion be also because when a situation is not clear? Because he clearly thought they were in a relationship and she called it an entanglement. So I feel like that also creates chaos within the situ- when the two partners are not clear exactly what they're getting into. Or well, one wants something and one wants another thing. Like Rob said he was in a situation. Jess, you've been in the situation. Has there, your partner ever been like confused about where you, if you view it as a situation and they want a relationship? Oh, that's deep. Mm. I mean, that's why
5: you. Rob is <laughs> like, no, that no, she deep. clear,
1: she clear, she don't.
5: You know. That's
4: why you Very much so clear. It. <laughs>
5: here, right? Because this thing is not connecting. Like you believe it to be one thing, your other person believe it to be another, and yet there are emotions involved. That I think in August's case, this is he's emoting his disappointment, right, and his heartbreak. He's not. Like, yes. He's going to let the world know, right? Mm-hmm. I had her. Mm-hmm. because a form because because getting into that sense of ownership is like I know what I have so mm-hmm. you might be wrong in what you you call me but I know because I was in the sheets with you you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that is another yeah. form of there's mm-hmm. a disconnection when it's a situationship and that's another form of emoting
3: mm-hmm. right but then what are the conversations that are being had during the I know people the courtship type of you know relationship you're going to have those difficult conversations what type of conversations do you have in a situationship or a, or a dating ship or whatever the case may be what type of conversations do you have in order to set the record straight from jump so that everyone can make you know those decisions those proper decisions of if they want to move forward or not in that like what what what's happening there so there's no confusion
0: um, i I, I, believe, I believe that that's easy. Because you have to define mm. what a situationship is. right? Yes. And, believe, and, and, and in most cases, a situationship is the, and, and according to my clients and what I deal with, a lot of women want a relationship with these men, but these men want a friend with benefits or they want, you know, just an F buddy. So that woman is in a situationship because she places herself there. Because she wants the relationship, but he wants something totally different. But she's acting as she's in a relationship when he's not. And a lot of times these men will tell them that or their actions will tell that woman that. So her continuing to be with that man is placing herself in that situation. So you have to so you have to not place yourself in a situation when a person is telling you that they don't want you and their actions are telling you, telling you that they don't want you. Right. Actions, actions,
3: actions. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And, your, and your actions and your words have to match up. Right. Mm-hmm. This man, actions, can't be saying that he wants you and his words are saying that he don't want you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. You need to take his words of he don't mm-hmm. want you even though he's coming to your house, what about, even though he's what taking what you out to dinner. Who
2: his words and his actions are gaslighting you. Yes. Do you believe that? I'll say that again? <laughs> well, well, what was the question? It's not going to last What was the question? Because now I said, I know there's been situations of, you know, guys like saying one thing, acting one way, but they're really just gaslighting in narcissists. And you're confusing that with their actions aligning with their words. But, that's when you have to take the glasses off. Stop being blinded, you know?
6: And that's, that has a lot to do with, unfortunately, I see it a lot, and especially women, you know, we we want something so bad that we ignore the signs. And when you see a sign, you have to understand that sign. And when you see a sign, you that's when you choose. Say, so, okay, I'm going to play this role. I'm going to do this because this is good for right now. Or I'm going to leave, and because this is something that I do not want, and I see the red flags, and I gotta go. You know, it's 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 the idea of actually recognizing it's a red flag. Am I going to am I going to turn this red flag green so I can hit go, or am I going to make this red flag stop and I gotta leave? You
3: know, like. I agree with that. But one question for you guys, and I don't know if any of you ladies have heard this from you know your tribe or the women that raised you or anything. But in my family, the women they teach make sure that man loves you more than you You love him. him. Mm -hmm. You heard that? That's something I was taught from a very young age. And not no no disrespect to the men or anything like that. I've even said this to my own husband, and he has girls, so he gets it. You know what I mean? But you got. If you're gonna move into a relationship, you have to communicate. Like as as yeah. basic as that sounds, that communication of this is this in black and white blatant, like this is what it is, that that conversion has to happen because when you got fi- feelings involved in stuff and let's just say you're in a situationship, to me, I don't really know, but a situationship is I can go mess with other people or I can go date other people. Is that like a situationship, right? Like, I'm at, no, that's, that's, an expert. No, oh. no that's not necessarily. Uh, a a, situa-
0: okay, a situation so. is, is that is one party. I, I just say the woman yeah, wanting a relationship with this man, and she's acting as if she's in a relationship. She's not seeing no other man because she's just in love with him and want to see him.
3: So why but not just he, call it a relationship? But,
0: but he is telling her, I don't want a relationship with you, and he's seeing other people.
2: Other, other women yeah but i think it could be just so i'm not trying to be devil's advocate but i've definitely seen situations where the man is more eager and the woman is like
5: yeah
2: that's you know, true. on pause so i just want to be clear for our listeners and people not understanding it's not just one-sided it could be the flip nah, right. and then also i've seen in the flip because it's the flip and it's not expected in that certain gender role the men really go crazy now i don't know about now we could also bring into it i've also seen it in you know you know same sex relationships as well you know you can't really put it on there but it's just saying like maybe one party could be interested in one not but it also could just be like everybody is you're defining things as you go too i've seen that be situationships and i've seen them evolve some of them end up nothing and some of them actually evolve into a full-flown you know marriage because they were they took their time to be friends so Absolutely. I think it, it varies. It's a very fluid term, I would say. Mm-hmm.
3: But how do the men feel mm-hmm. about that statement I made about make sure that man loves you more than you love him? How do you feel about something like that?
4: Um. Well, with me, uh, I wasn't raised up in a household with my dad. But when me and him reconnected in my teenage years, he told me the opposite. But have I heard that? Absolutely. Yep. My grandmother telling her, uh, telling my cousins and things of that nature or whatever, make sure that man loves you more than, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, he's into you more than you are to him or whatever. But my father, he told me the opposite. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Why your
6: father say that? <laughs> <Tell> us, <please. laughs> That's- say that again. Why yeah, your father told you that?
4: Why? <laughs> right? Well, to be honest with you, like, 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 I agree with what y'all were saying earlier about, like, there's nobody that don't exhibit or have emotions, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the term creatures of emotion and that being more of a thing that relies with women is what uh, the young lady was saying earlier about, uh, you know, being in a situation and seeing flags, but, you know, not, but not seeing them, you know what I mean? So, uh, with my father, you know, not to dwell too much into him, but by the time he was 12, both his parents was dead. Right. So he went into a situation. Um, I guess he grew up and kind of raised himself, And based off his experiences and stuff like that, when he started procreating and having us, that was, that's just what he told me. Like, he was just like, yo, listen, like, it's going to be certain things that you know to, to like, you know, express, express to a woman and that she'll be able to show you that she's down for you. And it's just certain things that she has to do in order for you to know that she's the one. And when I was younger, when he told me that when I, like, 15, 16, like, you know, like I've been moving how I've been moving up up until that point, like what what this dude talking about? But you know, being an adult now and being in several situations, relationships, things of that nature, like to me it just makes sense. Like, and I just think my environment and where I was where I was raised to be vulnerable is to be weak. Mm. So, you know, I grew I grew up in St. Nick project, you know what I mean? And then, you know, like I was always told boys don't cry, men don't cry. And then when I get to a point where I become a man and I don't cry, I don't show nothing. Like it started from young.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like We
6: always, okay. I'm sorry. We always have to learn a person too, but always leave room. And I think this is something else that goes missing leaving room for a person to learn themselves. It goes back to self-love, but understanding who you are and where you came from because of the simple fact of that story alone, you know, so your dad lost both of his parents. He missed that type of love. Right. So that's all sure. he knows is that missing piece. So now he's transferring it over to his kids because that's something that he missed and something that he gravitated to himself and learned about himself. But he probably didn't even understand while teaching his kids, oh, I lack that love because I lack the love of my parents at a young age. Absolutely. You know, like it goes so yeah. deep. It goes so deep.
4: No, nah, absolutely. And then, we're, and then also it's crazy because like my mom's, is, is a nurturer, like very emotional, emotional cancer. You know you know how they are. All the cancer, and, hey, for the
0: cancers. Yeah, yeah.
4: So, no, but like what <laughs> happened was I grew up in a household full of cancers. I'm the only herb, so I'm a Virgo, right? So what happens is um, I see her overreact like when she misplaced something or something is playing in her mind or anything like that. And like when I'm young, I don't understand it. I just know mommy yelling and I'm I'm on a retreat and you know get away from it or at least get her to, you know, try to diffuse it in some form or fashion. Uh-huh. But as I get older, I, I look at her, you know, acting out to whatever it is that's supposed to act that way. And I realized that worked for her, but like I started to embody that because like I said, at the, up until maybe 15, 16, my father came around, I thought that's how you would act or you supposed to act. You get what I'm saying? So that for me,
3: behavior, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what happens is, like, I now see that they're comfortable being that way because that's how they operate. But for me, it made me much more, you know, cavalier laid back and realizing that, you know, there's no reason to act the way you act. So like, I think. Not only with my father telling me that, but seeing my mother act that all the time, I think that's why I have more of a cool, calm, collective approach to everything that I do. And, of course, I exhibit emotions and stuff like that, but I'm way more logical and analytical, so I'm able to analyze things and try to come up with the best decision moving forward as opposed to acting on how I feel in the moment. Because what you may feel is a fact, because you feel it, but it doesn't make it valid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said, yeah. And, well and, and to go off of what you just said, I know when a lot of little boys see their mom acting out that way, they grow up and they act out that way. And, and that's emotions. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. there are some men out here that are uh, emotional, but they are emotional in a negative way. They act Absolutely. out. They they, you know, verbally abuse their women. They physically abuse their women. That's Absolutely. him feeling emotional and expressing his emotions out in a negative way. So there are men that are very emotional in a negative way. And then there's men that are emotional in a sensitive way. Mm. And then there's men that don't display those either of those emotions a lot. They're they not right. abusive. They don't yell at a woman because that's him feeling something, i.e., that's his emotions. He's expressing his emotions in a negative way. So some men... That's the way they express their emotions. I don't know Absolutely. if uh, I don't know if you all <laughs> women see that as or y'all identified that as emotions. But as those are emotion, negative right. emotions coming from a man. Mm-hmm. So men, so men are emotional. I know earlier I didn't say that men wasn't emotional. I just believe that men are less emotional than emotional. More women
2: are. Well, so go ahead. Sorry. So, who was about to say something? Oh, I was. Okay. I
3: was I was going to say, I just don't, it doesn't matter to me whether you're emotional, positive, or negative. As long as you have compassion, you know what I mean? When the time comes down to it, I feel like that's very important with a man to have that compassion for that woman. That's very, whether you're emotional well, or you emotionally.
0: You don't Just, want them to have negative emotions.
3: No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, it's in accurate. the end, it's like negative emo. People get angry. We're we're human. We're going to get angry. We're going to say things we don't mean. We're going to get into these nasty arguments. That's going to happen. But what I'm saying is, as long as you have the compassion of, you know what? I was wrong. You know what? I I I, I see your position. I see, you know what I mean? So, as long as there's a circle back to you know, this is not the way that I saw this conversation going or whatever, just some type of like reconciliation happening. I feel like that's important because that shows that you know how to take control of your emotion and really have a retrospective and come back and apologize or whatever. Like that part is important. But,
0: but, but the deal is to it is to control your emotions before you let them out. Mm. Don't let them out and then come back later and apologize. That's good. But eventually that's going to get old. So so you have to control your negative emotions if you have them before you even let them out. When you see yourself spiraling down that road and you're like, oh, I'm about to act out, you need to calm down and say, hey, I don't want to talk about this right now. Give me a minute. Let me calm down and go in the other room and we can... You know, reconvene in 30 minutes.
2: Yeah. Okay. And when to express them and how, and, you know, in order to get your point across. Because if you come, come too early, you can really do some damage. Mm-hmm. So, what I thought was interesting in the conversation we had so far, I don't know if anybody watched Malcolm and Marie, whether y'all liked it or didn't. Like oh, Malcolm. my goodness. But, now I not get to watch it yet. I thought <laughs> that the, um, we could start talking about it. Sorry, Rob, we ruined it for you. But I thought <laughs> nah, the basis cool, of the conversation was mostly about communication the bad understanding i think we touched on this earlier but i really want to bring it back up the baggage your your upbringing how would your parents taught you how you communicate do you have effective communication are you practicing emotional and, and are you being it was a, 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 are you being honest with yourself mm-hmm. are you giving people honesty and allowing them to do what they want with it and are you you know what i'm saying are you willing to embrace the honest truth so i think let's answer some of those questions Mm -hmm. about honesty and communication
5: i don't think so i think when we get into dating no one i don't at least in terms of situations or even entanglements people are not being honest right like Mm -hmm. some person can say oh i don't want to i don't want to i don't want a relationship right but Mm -hmm. then do all the relationship things right so then it's like well then how do you expect? (laughs) That's the experience because I think we go back to saying like, for example, the example we brought up earlier was that like oh a man will tell the woman he doesn't want to be with her and she'll continue but that's not always the case you don't always have someone coming to you be like by the way i don't want a relationship but i still want to be messing with you no they're not saying those things mm-hmm. and i and i and they're not because then they're what they're coming over they're checking on you they're this and they're that and, and you, they're exhibiting all the ways in which a relationship would form right and wasting and your time and confusing
4: wait, you. But, you're correct. But my thing is
5: like we we also have to be very <laughs> honest, right? Because no one is men and women are not going to be like, by the way, I know you don't want no relationship, but I'm but I'm gonna come cook for you, I'ma do this, I'm gonna do all the wife duties, the guy will, I'll do all the and then turn around and be like, Well, I thought we had a connection. Oh, by the way, no, I want no relationship. There's a distinction. You can't exhibit one thing and say one thing, and then be mad when the person comes to you, men and women, be mad when the person comes to you and say, "Oh, you know, by the way, I didn't want that. How would I know? You came to my grandmama's funeral with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked. You what is was- you gave me so money? Me. You know How do you? I don't get that from my friends or every everyday people. That you means- can't. Ex- and then on the on top of that, we're having sex, right? So you can't expect me to know that this is. You haven't expressed that, right? Your actions are saying you're with me. And then you turn around and be like, by the way, I don't want no relationship. So then what is a relationship to people who exhibit those things, right? Like, is it just a matter of like, is, the, is not having the relationship then saying that because you just want to date other people? I I just think what it all comes down to is like, for it's like people are not being honest with each other and they're not being honest with themselves. And to piggyback off of um, the idea that men... Whoever you need to be with, man has to love the woman. I think it really just comes down to compassion and empathy. A man who who is going to be with you is has to be compassionate and empathetic. But what you find in the dating world is that's not true. Like you have people who say, "I like you, I like you, I like you," and they continuously exhibit selfish ways. And that way, you're just like, "Well, I really like this person, but I have to bypass all this selfishness." But really, (laughs) when you need somebody, (laughs) compassionate, right? Like. Who's empathetic to what you? What's happening? It's just like, oh, that for me is like love more than he loves me. No, he's just exhibiting finally, right, the compassion and the empathy that I have for him. I already exhibit those things, right? Like, or not me, but I'm just saying, a woman in this position, I already exhibit those things. So I'm, of course, now I'm fall- finally falling in love with someone who has those two. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's a matter of like, you know, oh, he loves me more. It's just like at least. When something's coming up, he's not yelling at me, screaming, "Who you with? What nigga
3: you Right, with? that is <laughs> like,
5: yes. not normal. understand? Here's this, and And one thing I think, and even my conversations with other guys, it's like they don't you like. There's no purview and understanding. Like you guys, may be, you may be like this, you may be like that, but other niggas are not. Mm. They are not out here dating these women in a in a pure way. It's like I'm gonna get what I need to get, or even if it's not physical, I'm going to get the emotional support that I need, but I'm not going to give it back.
0: Great. God, I know. I- um, j- just to answer some of the things that Jess was saying about, uh, like, like I said before, a man's actions have to match up with his words. And if a man is not telling a woman that I want to be with you, I want to be in a relationship with you, but he's coming over to the house, y'all doing whatever y'all doing, he went to a funeral or whatever the case may be, that's because you may, like you may be a great person like and a great woman but for some reason he just don't see a future with you you don't have that that oomph that he needs and women the same way some of these men that y'all deal with they don't have that umph that you need you don't know what that oomph is but you know it when you feel it and whatever that man is doing it's not going to be like you're not going to feel it because he something about him, you it just don't do it for you. So you're not gonna be in a long-term relationship with this guy. And that's the same thing for men. So a man can see you as a great woman, a good person. This man might even see you as a great mother and he have children with you, but this man will never marry you.
5: Mm-hmm. This man is
0: displaying to you that he don't want you.
5: Mm-hmm. you.
0: Something about you is just not his type or you don't have that spark that he needs. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times these men will continue to have these women in their life, help kids with these women. And these women are in love. Don't know why this man never had a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Don't know why this man kept cheating on her. Mm-hmm. He said, he, he, like, you begged him into a relationship. And he said, OK, we're in a relationship. But he continued to cheat on you. And that's because he really didn't want to be with you. He was cheating on you trying to find the woman that he wanted a future with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you just so happened to be there and be such a good person to him, and and he didn't That's like right. men are not mm-hmm. a lot of men are not assholes. They're gonna accept your benefits that you give, and they're gonna know, hey, this woman loves me. I'm gonna keep this woman in my life, even though men shouldn't do that. If if a woman has that much emotion for you, and you don't feel the same way, you should let her go. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men don't do that. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, and that's a whole nother concept of right, what, I got into, into what right. I got into of why I got into what I got into because right. I noticed that from women mm-hmm. and I was wanting a good woman but a lot of these women was dealing with men like that and these men were damaging them and they was having trust issues or whatever the case may be or I had, you know, multiple baby daddies that was all trash mm-hmm. and I'm sitting up there looking like, well, well, why did you stay with these guys for five to 10 plus years like why did you do that Mm -hmm. so that's why i got into what i got into and i'm trying to coach women to recognize the actions of a man that don't want you Mm -hmm. recognize what he if he's not saying that he don't he wants you he don't want you Mm
6: -hmm. because
0: men know right away the woman that they want Mm
6: -hmm.
0: right away with, with, within the first two years, if a man wants you, he's, he's going to marry you. A man knows if he want to marry you within that first year, he'll tell you, yeah, I'm going to marry you. Picture all, picture all of the men and the couples that have been married or that are married, how quick they got married. Majority of couples that are married got married quick, mm. well within between one to three years that was married. Mm. Because they knew right away. That man knew right away. Like, hey, so if you're dealing with a guy. do
1: no, women no, know right away? I know, because I feel like there's some situations where people, they, they're together 10 years and decide to get married. But
0: that,
1: I don't think that's like wait,
0: that. A woman waiting on a man for 10 years for a proposal and a marriage? She nah, get married. That ain't it.
6: It's going to be her last option. And that, more than yeah. likely it's her last option because they already have children together. She doesn't find anyone valuable enough to take care of her kids like their father. So she ends up going back. And she's like, you know what? All right, this is it. You know, yeah, hey, in this,
0: this situation, that's the that's, that's the man, do for now. Let me get let me let me get this one out real quick. Let me get this one out real quick. That's the what the do for now. That man that man finally marries her after his stuff don't work no more.
1: No, I mean, there's some situations where they get together at 16. I'm not talking about adults, like get together at 16 and then they get married at like 28. Like those are there are situations where I feel like if they're so young and they say, like, we don't want to get married right now. And they get married at like 28, 30. Like my friend been with her boyfriend for 12 years, but they got together at 18. She went to law school. She It was all these things that she wanted to accomplish before she got married. So he always told like, I want to get married to you. But she's like, nah, I need to accomplish these things. You know, and that's we okay. need to live independently. We need to, like, she just wanted to make sure yeah, I'm your friend because I'd be like, Oh, that proposal can wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's, communication. that's proper communication, and that's
6: another thing, honestly, that goes back to what, um, what uh, quote oneself was uh, speaking on. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. What's your name? Dayon, Dayon, and um, because of the simple fact that. It's open communication. If I'm telling you exactly what I want in my life and you are agreeing to wait for me and I am agreeing to wait for you, that's something completely different, right? That's me looking yeah. at you and saying, This, you know what, you have that, you have that um that I need. So I'm You're going gonna worth wait it. You. You're worth it. However, mm-hmm. however, if we never communicate about our future together. Then guess what? I'm always gonna look for that um for that future with someone else, or or looking, you know, to, out the corner of my eye, like, oh, maybe he got the um, because we're we're not communicating that we're now on the same page, and I think that's what goes missing a lot with when you're dating and in a relationship is actually discussing what do I want, what do you want, now what do we yeah. want, what do you want? Because yeah. if, you, if you want something that's completely opposite of what I want, then I am chasing something that's not for me.
2: I agree. And that's important for numerous reasons. So not only for what do you you got to in order to compromise, people got to bring what they want to the table. Mm-hmm. And yes. so that's what ruins a lot of relationships. Everyone's like, oh, ideas and what sounds great. But no, what do you really want? What do you so really come want? up with a plan? Yep. You know yep. how this is going to work. And then two is just growing together because people are going to change mm-hmm. the person that you met in the beginning. Two months in, six months in, five years later is going to be a whole different person, Mm -hmm. whether it's you finding yourself, whether it's Mm -hmm. you constantly doing the work, you know, internally, externally, whatever your growth in your career. There's a lot of different factors. And so how are we growing together? And that's going to take communication. And
0: and
4: some
2: and some people grow apart. Mm Yes.
4: Now now that I was about to say that, but no. I think y'all all make valid points, right? But I feel like at the same time, like I can't deter y'all' experiences and how you feel like things work. But I feel like with men, we're 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 creatures of visual. Like we, you know, we see things. I think we know who we like. I don't necessarily think, or at least for me, I don't look. I've never dealt with a woman and seen somebody and was like, "Damn, she's gonna be my wife." Now, have I dealt with a woman after the initial meeting and learned to know her and start liking her and start seeing a future? Absolutely. But in the beginning, you don't know somebody. So there's no way that you can call that person or think that person can be your wife or I could be your husband because now it goes from dating to us now living together and then getting to learn each other. And sometimes that might make us go astray or we might be like magnets and be closer than, you know, whatever it is. But at the same time, you have to learn who you are before you go out in the market and try to, like, you know, look for a partner that you know, and, and and can't be selfish to the point where you want to get married so whoever you get with, you know, they fit your preference, but that doesn't mean that they're your preference based on personality or anything like that. I think a lot of us, what we get mixed up in is our preferences, and I think our preferences sometimes block
0: our blessings.
6: Amen. Mm. Mm. Uh, I agree
0: Rob, how long does it take uh, for, for you? How long do you think would it, it would take for a man to actually know that, Hey, this is my future wife. Is that a year, 18 months? Oh man. I, I, I sincerely
4: can't answer that question because like, I'm, I'm probably around two, maybe three gentlemen that are married. And these are not conversations we have. Like I, I know the duration of their situation, but like outside of them, we don't necessarily talk like that. And then me personally, like my goal right now, because I'm working on so much for myself individually, that's not what I'm looking to do right now. So prior to me getting things, getting control of the things that I'm working on, the situations and dating and everything I've been in before, I never look. I never looked towards the end of it like that. So I personally can't answer that question.
3: Where do you find that tribe of men that are married that are willing to have those conversations to trickle down that experience and that information like that's so interesting to me that you do have those influences in your life, but yet they're not pouring into you, be it by way of what you said earlier in your environment to, you know, speak about your emotions or what you're feeling. It seems to be weak. But in my mind, I'm like, that's how we perpetuate black love. That's how we keep that thing going because we feed into one another. And like my business partner and I, we're both married. And if like that thing that we have together, where our lives are parallel in the sense of like, one of us is off one day, you know what I mean? But we're pouring into one another, like, girl, you tripping today. Like, girl, go make sure you make him a dinner tonight, you know, whatever. Like, that, right. that 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 lottery yeah. of like keeping your marriage together is so important that's why married people really need to be with or around other married people because yep. it keeps that thing going and i and i to dayon's point it really does not take a man a long time to find out if you, he wants you to be his wife or not it doesn't um no. and 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 to that point it's just like but in order for you to like You just need that community like where is that for men like where is that community where is that community for women like women want to puff each other up and like you know empowerment empowerment that's great but it's like you know i think that's awesome but it's like also women want love you know what i mean are we talking have we having those conversations with each other it goes hand in hand with both sides like where are those conversations being had to uphold and uplift black love you know
6: what, Janelle? That's such an amazing point because I, just, I talk about that all the time, especially because I, I love my sister. I love you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we love, love each other, too. right? Yeah. But the simple fact we can be open. We can share our emotions. We can share our thoughts. We can share our feelings. However, okay. it's the testosterone in a men that blocks it because mm. one man looks at another man and he wants to be stronger than him. However, it's not as if we're looking at each other, how can I share her strength
4: Absolutely.
6: instead of being stronger than her in the men's really? department, really? the men community is how can I be like him? How can I learn his strength to make me stronger? And at uh, last, in the male community, because of a simple fact, and I had this conversation before with an ex that when men are in the same room, it's competitiveness, Oh, his shoes cleaner. Oh, my hair cut better. Oh, I got ten girls. He only got two. <laughs> hey, you know, women do that
0: all time. Women do that all
6: the
5: time, it's a all the time
6: it's a with the hair, makeup. You know, but you know what? No, we have learned honestly. We have learned um, that okay, if I'm in a if I'm in the same room as, in, as a woman who I know I dislike for a certain reason. I'm not gonna come I'm not gonna compete with her. I'm gonna separate from her. Back in the day, 15 years ago, I might have stepped on and hit her. That's, that's just it. You know, you're younger, right? Now that I'm older, I've learned to identify why we do not get along. And then I am looking at the other woman across the room and connecting with her because we do get along. We're not in competition anymore. The competitiveness <laughs> is out of our room as women. We not are not now complimenting. Her. We are now asking. We yeah. are now. Wondering where did she get her shoes from and, and having that strength, where did you, and asking her, where did you get your shoes from? You see right. what I'm saying? So in a right. room with men, it's not that confidence that conversation is not happening. It's still a close nah. room. it's no connection.
4: No, mm-hmm. I agree with I agree with Tony because I feel like indirectly, and this is something I kinda assessed myself, maybe like three, four years ago, where I feel like indirectly us men, we embrace hate and question love. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like when somebody somebody says something we don't like or do something we don't like, we're quick to jump to it. Like it's in our combative nature to to see what's up with it. But then when somebody's trying to give us some love, whether it's verbal, you know, with word of wisdom or whatever, like I, I was times where I used to be like, "Yo, oh, why the hell is this person even telling me this? Or why do I even care enough to even sit here and listen to this? Until I realized that they really cared enough. They seen something in me that I didn't see in myself, mm-hmm. And from there, I started realizing that we had a real problem. You know what I mean. So, like, I I do agree that we don't have that 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 group of empowerment amongst yeah. us. Uh, you know what I mean. Like, there are many of their groups out there that do that. You know, power more power to them. And I'm not diminishing anything they're doing. But I think women embrace each other on a greater scale than yes. black men
0: do.
3: They
0: do, of course. Yep, and and I, I like to piggyback. I do believe that men should. And I, and I don't think it's ego or anything like that, but I don't know if it's the time or whatever the case may be, but we don't get together and have those groups that we should have, but women do it all the time. And that's why, I, that's why i be mad at y'all all the time. Cause I be trying to sneak into y'all little women's groups. <laughs> it, I, 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 I see flyers yeah. and everything all the time. Women's empowerment uh, meeting women's empowerment group, women empowerment session. And I'm like, is men not invited? Like can I come in there and see what's going on? So I can you know say get information on like relationships and how y'all think and what's going on in y'all head so men can be better so I can be better. So just and so I so though men don't do it and we shouldn't. Women have empowerment groups all the time and talk about relationships. So I believe that y'all should invite us in. And then All that's right. when we can, that's what when we can have a conversation.
5: I, can, well, I have a question. Why do you, why don't you, so there's a lot of ownership on women is what I'm reading. There's like a women. That's what
1: I was about to say. Women
5: have to identify if the man wants them or not. <laughs> because the man didn't say, it, but he's showing it. Women has to invite men into the conversation. Women have to protect themselves from gaslighting. Women have to do all. so m- my question is then, why aren't you guys having these conversations amongst yourselves, right? Because what I've seen is that even though there's a there's a competitive nature nature amongst men, there's also very much a collective nature about men. You hear this all the time. There's men who will choose each other before they will choose their- Like bros be Right. <laughs> they will have conversations. It may be surface conversations, but you guys will come together and congregate and talk about those things. But why not transition the conversation where there's some ownership on around you guys because what I'm seeing is, and that's been the nature of um, any type of relationship. It's like the woman has to know, the woman got to debut that, the woman has to see it, the woman, but it's just like. No, men, you guys are also perpetuating these stereotypes within dating and relationships that you guys can talk about amongst yourselves, right? Like, I can't be the one to be both victim and perpetrator. I can't do both, right? I can't be like, oh, I'm trying to
3: And the teacher, girl.
5: And and the teacher. If she doesn't like it, she can just leave. It's like you don't Exactly. But But also we have to wait before we have to be very mindful that men carry the in some sense the dominance or or they are the the dominant ones in these in these relationships, right? We've given the men have the power to then (laughs) choose who they want to be with, but then turn around and be like, you know what? I'm sorry, you don't got you don't have what I need, so I can choose somebody else. That is the dynamic we have as women. It's not a matter of we don't hold the power. as it pains me to say this, we do not hold the keys to when we're going to get married, right? We got to wait for the man to choose us to get
2: married. But then yes. we turn around and be they're like, just, well, why <laughs> y'all not always invited in the room? Because then exactly. if I invite you in the room when we have these conversations, the woman going to be like, do I look cute enough so I can get chose instead of focusing on what we're here we're for ta- we hear? We're not
5: talking. No, So then we become, in some cases, we have to hear one way or the other, right? It's because is because a man didn't want you because, we didn't. but then I also learned, I recently, men sometimes choose the woman because of where they are in life, right? Mm-hmm. They can say to themselves, well, you know what? I'm 45 years old. I've done my life. I'm going to get married. And the next person they see, they're like, you know, what? I like this person. This is kind of cool. You know what? Let's get married. There's nothing. I mean, of course the woman has had to bring something, but part, but most of it has to do about whether, when the man decides it is what he wants in this moment in his life. So, so because it just blows me, right, to say, to not as a woman, and I don't have kids, but to as a woman to say, I've been with someone for 10 years. I have, ki- this person has agreed to have kids with me, but I also now have to decipher that they don't want me long-term, but they decided to have a child long-term. That doesn't, for me, that doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. I agree with so, you. The- <laughs> I agree with that.
0: And that's, why, and, babies, and that's why the women need to invite us into those rooms so they can understand men. A man nah. will do that. A man, know, man will I stay know. with a woman no, no, for 10 I found years and have babies with say, her I can, and not marry What y'all, her. y'all saying
4: is right. What y'all saying is right, right? I found a loophole, right? So what I do is like, you know, I'm a content creator, right? So what happens is what I'll do is now... I get I get, like a lot of these women, they have podcasts. So whenever they have in these groups or whatever is going on, they give this information out. So like I'm on these platforms and they're they're telling they telling me what's You're going in on it. in these roles. You're you get it. what I'm saying? So like I've I've learned as of late to be somewhat of an empath. Like I won't say that I was emotionalist, but like I was emotionally cold. Like I just didn't care. But I realized if I want to partner or I want to invest in somebody. That you have to listen to somebody. So at this point, if I've been closed off all this time, like me being featured on different podcasts, different shows, things of that nature, that just like how men tell you exactly what it is that they want, women do the same thing as well we too. Said so you the have time. to We're
5: talking okay, ones- <laughs> that- all the time. We're the talking about
4: oh, that, and that brings me to, to like is there we tell you that. and I agree but I girl. agree with Jess too. Everyone's telling I you what is it that we with Jess, Jess too, too have when she said um, because we have access to relationships and marriage. Y'all have access to sex.
0: Yeah.
3: Wait, what? what was the question? No, it wasn't a question. I was saying that
4: I was saying that men have access to relationships. In marriage, so that gives us the upper hand where women have access to sex. You allow you you have the access to allow who you want into your personal space.
5: Yeah, but that's not the
4: dynamic that we're arguing
1: here, right? We're arguing whether or not what's the dynamic then that means like the integrity of dating is also on women because I feel like you have to have integrity with a level of integrity to be honest with a woman if you're not. You don't want her, but you are willing to have sex with her. You should be say like, you should just say like, I honestly don't want to date you, but if you want to have a situation, let's be clear, it's going to be a situation of just sex. But I don't want you. But I feel like with women, we're supposed to decode that, and we are supposed to have the integrity when we're dating. But men are not supposed to date with integrity.
4: And that's why I said I'm having a purpose. Sometimes block your blessings because I've known a lot of women that go after the type of men they're attracted to and ignore the red flags and signs. And yep. you got to remember, dating is an investment. You know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes you you make, you make invest a certain amount and it might grow into something or sometimes you invest a lot and you lose it all. You get what I'm saying? So it's all about knowing what you want and knowing like the foundation of the ground that you have, whether you're in a situation, shit, dating. Engaged to get married or marriage. If you don't know that, then it's always going to crumble. Like that's what anything. If your foundation ain't solid, it's going to fall. And then, and then now you we start victim blaming or whatever. But we don't take no accountability. We have to learn that. You get what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, express what it is that you want. And like I said, I'm slowly getting out of the. You know, blocking my own blessings with preferences too. Like I have a particular woman I like to go after, but them women and and not to discredit them because at one point in time I wanted them, but like they didn't have what I needed. Like in in, in a form of wanting to be in a relationship with them, but I would down by I would down um, downplay it by you know just saying oh she got this type of body or what she had going for or what she did for you know uh, employment, or uh, entrepreneurship, or anything like that. That's not me loving myself. That's me like, just, you know, it's, what's the, what's the saying? I can't think of the saying right now, but that's just what it is. So, like, I think if we understand that dynamic, things will go much smoother. But you understand, we are humans and we, we, we are imperfections. You get know what I'm saying? So it's all about learning and having accountability. If you don't have no accountability, all that shit goes out the window.
2: I agree. I agree. I'm going to ask one last question, then we're going to do like a wrap up of everybody and their learned lessons. My question is how are we balancing relationships and career, especially? And I say this as all Black women, I mean, Black people, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's trying to get put on, everybody's trying to get on. And what I find is that we talk a lot about attributing things to genders and specific things. And I feel like I'd be on spectrums and a lot of different things are fluid and the um, the career thing is very big because it'd be mm-hmm. like some of the stuff that y'all sweat i ain't sweating because i'm trying to change generations and i have a lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. and it's always a thing in relationships right 'Cause the woman is not supposed to do all that. And I don't want it, all that burden y'all be throwing on that. I don't got time for, I don't a woman a woman isn't supposed to do
1: what? <laughs> well, have a career. Yeah. Like, we okay. have to minimize ourselves in a relationship, but we not in our career. Like it's a constant, like it's self-doubting, trying to figure out how to date, but also be a boss. Like, if you're a boss, if you're a boss woman, that's intimidating for a lot of women. I'm mean, a lot of men, right? In dating. Mm-hmm. So, or men
2: say they embrace it, but they really, really it doesn't
1: align with what they've been told. Right. What
2: goes on in a relationship? Right.
3: This is really good Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. I I can uh, uh, can uh, speak uh, to my situation uh, like I. Nadia knows this. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always like wanted to do something, start something, whatever. And my husband's very much the same way. He's an entrepreneur in his own right, but he's always like supported me, uplifted me, and it never affected like him as a man or anything like I own two businesses now and um, he's so supportive of me and it's because it's like we're a unit I win you win it's it's all good you know what I mean we are gonna make it work and I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest like he's more domesticated than I am at this time because I'm building something right now and he gets it and it's like but those are conversations we had before I even started anything before I signed on a dotted line. It's like, hey, what's the plan? What are we gonna do? how can this how can we mesh our lives together to make these are conversations that should be had It's like how can we mesh our lives together to have a successful relationship i'm a power I'm a powerhouse over here building this you know empire over here, and he might have uh, a nine to five or whatever the case may be yeah it just takes the the, the man to be solid in who he is as a man yep. and be able to uplift that woman because she just represents him in the end you know what i mean Absolutely. You are, you yeah are and
0: I, I, I look I look at it like this you have to be with a very se- secure man mm. if when when a woman is a boss she has to be with a very secure man because if she's not like like what like y'all was saying this man is going to be insecure. He he wasn't raised for for a woman to be a boss. He's feeling some type of way that she might make, be making more money than him. So, a man has to be very secure within him within himself to even deal with that. Because for a lot of men, that's a problem. They don't want to. They don't want to see that. They like, oh, you doing better than I am. You a boss. You bringing home more money than I am. Like that makes a man's ego, you know, very small yeah. if he's not secure within himself. But mm-hmm. when you have that man that's telling you, "Yo, go, go get it, go get your money, go do your thing," like I'm, I'm trying to be right behind you. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you no know, hating on you. or feeling no, low. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be right behind you. If, if you uh-huh. are, yeah, if if you a boss mm-hmm. and I'm still working a regular nine to five or whatever, you. or I may be a boss as well, but in your career, you might be doing a little bit better than what I am in my career. Mm -hmm. There's no need with a secure man. There's no need for him to, you know, feel a type of way because y'all supporting each other, especially when y'all both love each other. Y'all both, you know, y'all may be married or whatever about to be married. Y'all both loving each other. So y'all both help each other out. Mm -hmm.
2: And so it's funny because I think it like it goes two ways so it's on the men but then I'm also you know having friends that are in relationships or married I think it's also balancing what in a contradictory way what does that what is how does your role change and what are you willing to give up and what does that compromise look like so just for listeners I will share some insight on that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so- um, go ahead go ahead
0: No, I I was I was about to say, like things that you may have to like, like when your woman is a boss, Mm -hmm. things that things that a man may have to do more of is housework, basically, and taking care of the kids more. Mm -hmm. So when when a woman is a boss and she's out there and she's working long hours or whatever the case may be, he may have to come home and cook dinner, if that's what you mean by the balance, because. If she's used to come if she's used to being able to come home and cook dinner, but now she has to stay a little bit longer because she's opened up a shop or whatever the case may be, whatever her entrepreneur set is, she may need to spend more hours at the shop, then he has to come home and you know cook the dinner and get the kids ready uh to do their homework and for bed and things like that so it's just a partnership mm-hmm. that's that when you when you when you got that partner and that person that you really down for and and his actions is matching up with his words and hers is too, that's a partnership.
2: Mm-hmm. That's good to know. So, as we close this off, this was a really great conversation. Yeah. We probably gonna have to have a part two because we right. didn't even get to half of our questions. I know we only had your two.
1: Like, we had like twenty.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was getting it. Uh, <laughs> but we do want all of you all to share, you know, even a lesson you've learned from a relationship or situation, whatever ship you've been on, yeah, and something you want to share with our the listeners just to leave them with.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Are we gonna start with Jess, yeah.
5: Um. Thank you, guys. This was awesome. Um, Thank you. For me, what I've learned, and I've learned a lot of hard lessons, um, is to trust your gut, right? Because I think as women, that's our biggest tool in maneuvering any type of relationship, whether it's with your friends, your family, especially with your significant other. You know, for me, I, I grew up like I grew up in a very traditional ha- Haitian household. I'm Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And so we are from from jump as young women, at least for me, you're taught right away. Every Saturday we had to cook and clean so that we can be prepared for marriage. Right. Get to the best, get your best education so you can find your husband. You can do this. You can do that. You can. And so the ownership has always been around the women. But then we weren't given conversations around what to expect from the man. Right. We weren't given conversations around. Okay, here's how you how here's how you both work in the household. It's always about how the woman worked in the household. And so as I got older and started to to really learn about relationships, and again I've outside culturally that's what I learned. But everything else because I also grew up in 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 a environment where most of of the people were. Um, growing up in single parent homes where the mother was the matriarch and that's where they were learning all of their lessons. Everything else became from like TV and film and radio and music. That's where you've learned all of your, you you know, romance and relationships. You're not. Yes. That's another. That's another part, right? And it's not until you get older that you, you see and learn all these nuances, but now you're at age, at least for young women, it's just like, now you should have, have known all these things, right? Now you're supposed to identify all these different disparities that no one was telling you as you're getting older. And now people are demonizing because you don't know. Mm. So I think I think one of the biggest tools throughout that journey is just really trusting your gut, understanding that there's something that your body and your mind is coming together and saying to you, that's not right. And I think in the moments in where I've leaned into tradition and what I've learned as being a woman, which is like being good in the household, taking care of you and me and supporting, has not always rendered... Um, successful if I didn't tr- trust my gut, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, one minute you're being mm-hmm. a woman, this is what you're supposed to be doing, and I'm doing that, and it doesn't yield anything until mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, let me take a look at this. Mm-hmm. And it, my gut has always been telling me. So I would just say for anyone, you know, moving forward and for me, continue to trust your gut because that in itself is, its tr- is, it, is, is the truth, is your truth, and to move forward with that, regardless of tradition or what, you know, back and forth anybody... At least, at least in my life had your gut has to be the one to leave and then everything else will follow.
2: Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's a good one.
6: Mhm. That was great.
2: great. Oh to- for me let well, Tony let Tony go cuz she's on a date and we we don't want to ruin her date anymore. Definitely. <laughs> I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely about to get, hand hand a get a massage. Yeah, so yeah.
1: <laughs> now, <hold 'cause>
6: she- <laughs> so, Tony. <laughs> so um My main thing is to know yourself, you know, um, allow yourself for, um, growth, you know, and, um, to identify the areas of that you really, really want to grow in. So then when you're dating, you can identify if they match those areas that, you know, you need growth in, um, ask questions always, Um, You know, I think with dating, people are afraid to really learn a person through questions. So that question game is always imperative. Um, That's something that I've learned in my older years now. When I was younger, I should have been asking these questions, but now like directly to the point, because when it comes to honesty and trust and, um, and just to cut off like that, that short that short end of the stick you know so you don't ever fall short on yourself and making and telling yourself okay this is this make-believe or is this a real thing basically um but overall just like just said trusting your gut and then going back to those red flags like be real with yourself if you see something that you do not like don't Make yourself like it. It's always going to be there. You're gonna hate it, you know, and um, and then it's gonna drive you to an entire different situation because you lied to yourself at the beginning instead of being truthful and honest. So, that's my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, and enjoy your Thank day. You. Bye. Thank
4: bye.
0: you. Bye,
6: yeah. <laughs> Nice
4: speaking with you. Nice speaking with you.
6: <laughs> nice about- meeting you. My nice speaking to you guys. Y'all saw it some realness, and I can't wait for uh, part two. Oh, right, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> so we're going to jump to Rob in his
1: All right. situationship. That's why. We're going to jump to you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nah, but even in other, like, I've been in relationships before and things like that, and I just feel like um, things that I learned. Um and like I said, coming from my environment and then growing and being in a relationship, compromising doesn't mean that you're weak. Um, you know, like I you know, like I said, like they 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 raised us to hardness and stuff like that. And like, you know, you realize all that stuff that you learned, we was raised wrong. So uh, you know, compromising, no know, um knowing that you can be vulnerable and express yourself. And I haven't even conquered that. But I've learned that's one of the components in being in a relationship. Those are things that you should be able to do. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you gotta accept that um, you know you can only accept things, but you can't fix them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you noticing? I know you work with the youth. So is that what you noticing with the youth, like trying to
4: absolutely, yeah. absolutely?
1: Because they they're dating your nieces and nephews, and you said that's what men sometimes forget. These these men that you are mentoring are gonna date. Meet date somebody you know. So you want to raise them to you know date with emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and integrity and all this stuff. Absolutely. Um well thank you, Rob. Janelle,
3: beautiful. Um hi. I um I think I've learned I can just I was engaged twice before I got married. Oh, wow. So I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what I've realized is that Again, no disrespect to the men, but for me and where I was, and because I was a mom already at 25 for me and where I was, I needed someone who was more seasoned to be in my life, who lived a little, that was very important to me. And the reason for that is that, um, in my family, I hung out with a lot of older people and things like that. And I saw a lot of marriages I saw a lot of, you know, and just the younger guys just didn't have those things that I needed in order to feel solid as a woman and to feel loved and appreciate and all those things. And I realized as I got older that I needed someone who was a little more seasoned in life and relationships and things like that. Um, and I found comfort in that. And it's because when they have more experiences and when they live a little, you are able to have those difficult conversations and they're just not thrown under, you know, swept under the rug or things like that. Like, being with some, being with a younger guy or guy my age, whatever, I realized those difficult conversations were like completely evaded. Like we did not talk about them. It was too difficult. It was too much. And I realized now that I'm older, always have those conversations because that sets the tone for where your future will lie in your relationship. You have to have those conversations about the most minuscule things. You know, sure. does it irritate you when I tip my clip my toenails in the room? Whatever, like those <laughs> minuscule conversations have to be had because you are you are com- becoming one unit. You're gonna become this, this thing together. So you gotta make sure you give and take. And I'm learning a lot more now that I'm older to pick and choose my battles everything ain't a problem. You know what I mean? I'm not going to always get my way. And that's It's something I'm learning more and more each day. It's like, do I appreciate that he does all these other amazing things or am I pissed off because he keep using my good towels? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want (laughs) to keep going back and forth. That is real. That's real. (laughs) You feel me? So it's like I have to really pick and choose my battles. And just like talking to all of you and and some of my friends, I'm realizing like the terrain right now during the dating scene is tough. But I just want to say to all of you, like, hang in there. He is there, she is there, they are there. Um, it's just—it's going to take a, a, a lot of um, selflessness and and a lot of communication. Overly communicating at times.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, thank you. That was right.
3: One you got to leave us with a good quote. <laughs> 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 all right.
0: It's already my turn. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, so I want I want to leave everybody with uh, four words. Mm -hmm. Which is recognize, love, Mm -hmm. identify, and remember. Mm -hmm. So, I want you to recognize the actions of a person that don't want you. Mm -hmm. I want you to, and I want you to love yourself out of that situation and relationship and then heal yourself. And then I want you to identify those red flags that you overlooked and that you missed, and I want you to create boundaries for them. And, those, and I want you to say those boundaries out loud. And I want you to say the things that you're not going to accept in your next relationship. Mm-hmm. And last, I want you to remember. So the next time you you know, enter into a relationship and it's going down that bad path, I, and you feel yourself about to go back into the person that you were before you loved yourself and healed yourself, I want you to go to a mirror before you go Before you go back to who you were, I want you to go to the mirror, look yourself in the face, and everything that you told yourself that you wasn't going to accept in another relationship, I want you to say those things out loud. Mm -hmm. And I want you to always remember to quote oneself. Oh, go
1: ahead. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) What advice you got? to pray for me <laughs> <laughs> mm. that's my advice prayer
6: <laughs> oh, hey, this day
1: <laughs> but thanks for joining us for another episode of speaker box um all these lovely guests we're going to put their um instagram emails info yeah. in the description below yeah you can follow and subscribe to speaker box pod on all platforms and our website is speakherbotspodcast.com podcast.com. And we're gonna bring you guys back. Yeah. I hope yeah. y'all love the content and y'all <laughs> share and you know, and
2: I'm just so grateful to have you guys today as guests. This was a very great conversation, much needed.